Welcome to the Successfully Unemployed Show, the place where ordinary people become extraordinary by finding the path to financial freedom through entrepreneurship, side hustles, and passive income. We have already blazed the path, showing you how to retire early and have financial independence, so you will never work for someone else again. Successfully Unemployed, your place for freedom. Well, we have today learning how to be a podcaster. I love podcasts. I actually have three podcasts myself, and I have an expert on everything about podcasting. And in fact, I am super excited. Pete is my guest, and he is the first person ever to come on the Successfully Unemployed podcast twice. This is his second time being on the show because he has so much great information for us. Pete, thank you so much for being on the show. First of all, you are more than welcome. I'm excited to be back. And you know, if I came on your podcast once for every time I've actually been unemployed throughout my entire life, I'd have to come back on once a week for like <laughs> the next year or so. Nice. so. This is just a second of what will be many, I'm sure. Oh, fantastic. Now, m many people might not have heard your original story, so we definitely want to get right. into it. So what are you doing right now to provide for your family so you can quit that nine to five, just over broke job and still make money for your family? So I guess you could call it a content business that I run right now. So I teach people digital marketing, podcasting, blogging, different stuff like that, and have been for almost three years. Do you even blog? It's about to hit its third birthday. And you're asking about providing for the family and making money. So I make money from all of those different streams of mine, the YouTube channel, the podcast, and the blog. And it's a little bit of a, a buffet, if you will, of affiliate marketing. That's pretty great. Most content creators already know what that is, but I make money promoting other people's products. And then I have two to three main products of my own, one of which is a membership site. Online Impact, uh, that pretty much like pays the bills over the past six to 12 months since I've uh, relaunched it. So that is like the bread and butter of income right now that I use to like supplement this entire lifestyle. And then PodCourse coming up, which I hope we'll talk about at some point, and some one-off online courses that teach digital marketing. So that across all those channels with the affiliate marketing and my own products, that's pretty much my entire business right now. And it supports my, my livelihood. And imagine three years being able, in, in three years, starting a business, and then in three years, and you were successful before this, but now we're, it's been three years later, but at yeah. year two, already making money, and then in year three, being able to make money and continually putting out content, it's just fantastic. And so I got to ask, so you have, do you even blog? Do you have, do you even other things? Do you have other sites that are, do you even this or that? <laughs> I did purchase, well, first of all, somebody told me to buy Do You Even Podcasts like a year and a half ago, and I never did. And then somebody stole it right out oh. from under me. The domain name is taken. <laughs> So I don't own that one. I do own Do You Even YouTube, but there's nothing there. And other than that, you know, just like 50 other domain names sitting around <laughs> waiting for me to start. Do you is is do you even.com open? I mean, that might be good because then you could point to everything. I, I have no idea. That's a good question. No idea. Somebody so, should check that. Yeah, yeah. Well, awesome. Okay. So you're just, I mean, you and I are actually we're friends. And on top of that, we're just normal everyday people. And so that's what we're all about in the successful unemployed show is showing that normal everyday people we become extraordinary because we figured out a way to not work that nine to five just over broke job now but you said you've had other jobs and been unemployed and back and forth and oh. talk to us about yeah how did you <laughs> what were you doing before and then now being able to quit your job was that really really hard to be able to be successfully unemployed absolutely and quite frankly I will tell you that story, just a little overview. But before I do, Dustin, let me be a little vulnerable. I told you off air, I was like a little tired and burnt out, mostly because I've been working too hard uh, over the past like two or three weeks. And I got to tell you, like an hour ago, I'm in my office right now. I was sitting beside my desk, like four feet from where I'm talking to you right now, just doing like a little meditation because I was just, I was just tired and I, I wasn't feeling great. The business is doing fine. My life is really great from the outside looking in. But the point is, and what I really want your audience to take away is, yeah, it's still hard. <laughs> Be, I am very successfully unemployed. Don't have that day job right now. And it's still hard and has been hard over the past three years. Now, really quick to go back and answer your question. 
So I have been unemployed several times in my life, all throughout my life, actually. But for the years preceding me quitting, I was an accountant, CPA, corporate America, hashtag American dream. I bought a house, I had a nice car. I, you know, I got pay raises. I was a CPA growing. Really impressive from a, you know, resume PDF standpoint. But as you and I know a bunch of people listening to this will identify with, I was not feeling the most fulfilled. I was kind of bored at work. I didn't like commuting. I got paid pretty well, but at that point, I was like, "What? Why? Like, what was this for? I don't see any impact of my work." Like I said, I'm super bored. Like, I want out. I want a different thing. I want to be creative. I like creating. I like creating podcasts and blogging, and you, I, I like doing fun things like this. And so I spent a long time while I still had the job. This is an important takeaway doing things on the side. It's the quintessential side hustle. That was me for several, several years. Some things kind of worked. Some things made a little bit of money. Most didn't, if I'm being completely honest, most of which were failures. I didn't really know what I was doing. And good old 2017, we're talking about three years ago, I decided I had enough. And me and my family were going to move. I told the full story on Dustin's other podcast. So go back and listen to that, but I'll give the short version now moved my family. I quit my accounting job and I took a part-time job, a part-time job that was still going to pay me benefits and a salary, a smaller salary, but more than enough to live on. Like it was great. It was the best of both worlds, part-time job, only going to work 20 hours a week, dedicate the rest of the week to side hustles and starting a blog and some other stuff. Well, uh, two weeks later, I got my first paycheck and then I got laid off and I had income <laughs> coming in. And my wife had quit her job in Atlanta, where we did live before we moved. So now we're in a new place, a new house with zero incomes. And we have two kids, one of which was literally just born. And we're like, okay, well, what now? And luckily we had an emergency fund saved up, which I recommend everybody do, especially if you're going to be quitting jobs. We had a little bit saved up to live off of. And I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going all in. I'm going all in on this full-time entrepreneurship thing. All I really want to do is talk to other bloggers. That sounds so silly for anybody listening to this, I'm sure. But for me personally, that is absolutely the truth. All I wanted to do was hang out with bloggers on the internet. No joke. And so I started the podcast. Doing a blog podcast launched June 1, 2017, which is about three years ago. And man, started growing it from day one. It was a hustle. It's been challenging every single month since then, but I figured it out. And I try and create my own products and some worked and some didn't. And then I did more and then I got better and then I got better and then I got better. And fast forward three years later, that's the short version. Here I am doing blog podcast, YouTube channel and the blog running smooth. <laughs> that's, that is, uh, I was in a very, very similar situation where I was just trying so many different things to make money for my family. And then one really stuck for me, obviously, being real estate and rental properties. I love that. You know, with all the properties mm -hmm. that I have, I literally don't have to do anything. I can just sit around and play video games, go fishing or whatever I want. But I get bored <laughs> doing that stuff. I'm a pretty driven person. And so doing that, yeah. like, you know, and plus you don't get as fulfilled where, you know, if you go to a job, you, you I wouldn't say you get fulfilled, but I felt like I was leaving so much out. And so I wanted to help people. And mm -hmm. that's why starting businesses like Master Passive Income, Successful Employed, we can help so many more people and be more fulfilled. So, okay, now you have started, do you even blog, which we have that episode. So go, I don't, I'll put in the show notes. I don't remember which episode number it was, but um, you'll have Pete <laughs> explaining how to actually blog, but with blogging or with writing articles, getting people on your site, teaching people on your site, another great avenue to actually reach people, grab people in a different way, which we'll definitely talk about is through podcasting. And that's why I wanted to bring you on is through podcasting. And there's many different ways to do it. So mm -hmm. tell us, Pete, why should we even think about doing a podcast? Uh, so many reasons. I'm so excited to jump into this as always, but I am totally going to pull out a card of, uh, you know what, I'm going to skirt this answer because you said something, Dustin, off air before we started recording. I'm going to ask you the question really quick. And basically for everybody listening to this, we're talking about podcasting and Dustin started talking about like, Oh yeah, I wouldn't have done this if it hadn't been for the podcast or, you know, I wouldn't have gotten this benefit or this benefit or made this money or launched this product or whatever, if not for your own podcast, 
don't know if it's one particular or all three of the ones you have, but Dustin, what has been the biggest benefit to come from you starting a podcast? So with the, so actually I've actually had four podcasts. My very first podcast was for the walking dead show. My brother and I loved walking, watching the walking dead. So we talk about it and we're like, let's just do a podcast. We knew eventually we would start our own podcast, master passive income. We're talking about real estate. My brother teaches how to play poker online. I've actually interviewed him. He's also on the successful unemployed show. But um, so we wanted to practice how to do podcasting on our own channel together, as opposed to our own business. So we did that. And after about two years, we're like, okay, we can do this. It took me even longer. And one thing I would say, I would absolutely tell everybody start sooner rather than later. I waited another year before I started my podcast and I'm kicking myself. I wish I would have started a year prior. The big reason to answer your question Pete, that I love doing my podcast for Master Passive Income is because people come to me and they listen to my podcast. And as they're listening to me, they buy into me, buy into my content, me teaching about rental properties. And I would not get so many coaching or uh, one-on-one coaching or people buying into my membership or getting into the course if they didn't hear my podcast. Because it's so interesting. If you're writing an article People can read the words, but they don't see, hey, I like this guy, or I hate the way this guy talks about it. What's great about podcasts is it's so funny. You know, if people, if my personality turns somebody off, they're going to turn it off and go away, which is great. They've self-weeded themselves out. I'm not going to waste their time. They're not going to waste my time. But the people that stick around and listen day in and day out, they are the ones that would actually continue on and actually want to work with me. And what I found after all the coaching like sales calls, like if I get on a call and say, hey, would you want to be you know, a one-on-one coaching student? 95% of the people, because this is the fir- one of the first questions I ever ask, how did you hear about me? And 95% mm-hmm. of everybody literally says, well, I heard you on this podcast or I searched for real estate or rental properties on, and on the app, whatever app I use. And I found you and I started listening and I liked it. And this is why. And so I would actually, I do not make money with sponsorships or affiliates or anything like that with my podcast. It's solely to help me get people to get to coach. And I would never, ever stop doing podcasts because I do so well helping people realize I'm the right person for them to show them how to invest in real estate. So does that answer your question? Yeah, I think so. And I'm taking, people can't see me right now, but I'm literally like unzipping my sweatshirt because I'm getting all fired up right now. So that was great, Dustin. I love that. First of all, I owe my entire career, like the do you even blog, like everything I'm doing right now that affords me to not work a full-time job for somebody else. I owe it all to my podcast, period. It was the very first thing. And it was what catapulted me to make money in month one, to make $40,000 the first year. Super happy with the podcast. Now, Dustin, I'm gonna throw stats at you. I know podcasting is not the best to like, you know, talk about numbers, but I'm gonna do it anyways. How many active blogs do you think on the internet? I want to say at least over a million or more, I'm thinking. 500 million active blogs on the internet. (laughs) I was was so close. A million is close to 500 million. (laughs) Yeah, 500 million active blogs on the internet. Wow. Optin Monster says roughly 31.7 million bloggers will be active in the year 2020, which is where we're at right now. What about YouTube channels? How many active YouTube channels do you think, Dustin? Oh my, I think there's pro- not as many as blog. I, okay, so I knew I was way off the mark with a million. I, let's say let's say 20 million YouTube channels. 31 and a half million active YouTube channels. Ooh. Active, as in published within the past year. 31.5 million. How many podcasts? How many active podcasts? I'm, I know, because I I'm in the space. I absolutely know there's uh, a lot of You're going to cheat now. I, <laughs> but I don't know the exact <laughs> number. I want to say it's maybe... 200,000, like in below a million. Oh, we just hit a million. But the funny part is six months ago, or actually uh, a little bit more, maybe nine months ago when we were actually hanging out at Podcast Movement last year, they were right at 650, 700,000. And podcasting has been around since what? 2005 to 2010 was like kind of where people first started listening. It's 2020, it was 2019. Then we went from 700,000 to 1 million. In just a couple of months. And Ooh. the time to start a podcast is yesterday. Actually, the time to start a podcast was 10 years ago, but the second best time is right now as you're listening to this. Oh my gosh. Yes. 500 million active blogs, 31 and a half million active YouTube channels. We just hit 1 million podcasts 
and Apple Podcast and Spotify. Like Spotify's a little bit behind, but they're taking over. So there's that. What about consumption? When's the last time you spent more than 10 to 15 minutes on a blog article? Probably oh, no, never. Like never. Yeah, no, like it's usually yeah. I'll get in. This is where I read a pod, a blog is I'll skim the sub or like the big titles, like the subtitles of the uh, entire article. And if I like that, I'm going to read the content. So it's, I skim through it so fast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the average, I read this. I don't know if this is actually true. I just read this on Optin Monster, their, their data research survey or whatever. The average blog consumption is between two and three minutes. The average YouTube watch time, by the way, you're on YouTube now, I'm a YouTuber as well. You know that if you put out like a 10, 15, 20 minute video and you get a watch time of like five minutes or more, you're actually doing pretty good. You were doing pretty good, yes. (laughs) That's actually really solid. Podcast consumption, I like to tell it this way. I did a three and a half hour long podcast episode with my friend Jillian and it was the longest one I've ever done. At the very end of it, Jillian and I were like, it's anybody still listening to this? This is ridiculous. Three and a half hours. If anybody's still listening out there, I want you to do this. Email both of us, me and Jillian. We, we, we like read our email addresses out loud and we're like, we'll do something nice for you. Like we'll, we'll hook you up with free access to these two courses of ours or something. Just email both of us. Jillian and I got emails from this three and a half hour podcast episode for months. I'm talking hundreds of emails. Wow. I literally have a screenshot of it. Uh, it's unbelievable. Average podcast consumption, well over half an hour. And so this is getting my point. I'm sorry. That was a lot of data. Part of the awesomeness of podcasting, you mentioned trust and authority, by the way. By the way, uh, something like maybe like 50 to 75% of all of my students, people who pay Pete money that allow me to continue to do this, found me through the podcast. <laughs> what, what on earth? Trust and authority. It doesn't happen the same way in a blog post. In fact, it's a lot harder. You can also do this via YouTube. We, I love YouTubing. I'm a great YouTuber. I think Dustin's a great YouTuber as well. YouTuber is, quite frankly, a lot more work. A lot more person. work. That's an understatement. It's a lot more work. And again, we talked about consumption. Podcasting is the best medium for the middle ground. It is way easier than YouTube. And in fact, Please allow me, Dustin, just take over your podcast in a couple of minutes and tell people about modern tools to make it even easier. It's way easier than it was even two or three years ago to start and grow a podcast. We'll talk about that in a minute. But it's the happy ground of like super easy to produce once you learn how, once you get a little bit under your belt, which people like me or Dustin can help you with. And it builds trust. And you know, people will come up to you or email you be like, I feel like I know you. That doesn't happen with my blog. Maybe it happens with some people's blogs, but it doesn't happen or, with mine. Or even YouTube. Like YouTube, you don't really get a sense of like, I know this person. Whereas on a podcast, people feel so grabbed on. And I like it. I remember it was a while ago, like actually maybe many years ago. I remember Will Smith. You guys know the actor and singer, you know, oh, yeah. Fresh Prince. Everybody knows him. So he was saying something a long time ago that I heard. I was like, you know, that makes sense. It applies now to podcasting. But if you look at the way an actor is viewed from the public. It's like they're uh, like on a pedestal or they're they're looked at as like, oh, wow, if I could just see that person, it'd be great. Mm. But when you're listening to somebody's music, you put on the headphones, you listen to their music, you feel so much more connected as opposed to somebody on TV, they're far away, you can't reach them. But on music, you feel so connected. Like, ah, this is my music. They, that's what they feel. Same thing with yeah. podcasting. Listen to somebody's voice right inside your ear. You feel like you yep. are so connected with them. I've even had tell pe- people tell me that. I feel like I know you. Exact same thing what you just said. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And you think about why that's the case, or you already nailed it. When people read blogs, they're at their computer or they're on their phone. When people watch YouTube videos, they're at their computer or they're on their phone. When people listen to podcasts, they're jogging or working out or commuting and literally not paying attention to anything else except for your voice (laughs) or they're with their kids in the car or, or I don't know, you said it exactly. They're focused for the most part on the podcast. They might be doing other things, but the focus is on the podcast and you could be with them for like five, 10, 20, 30, 45 minutes at a time. It's much more intimate. And I want to absolutely hit the nail on the head. I've, I'm irritated at YouTube because of how much work it takes when I've been doing podcasts. I have three. I, so out of those million podcasts, I have three of those personally. But um, when I'm looking at how 
easy it is to make a podcast. The return on my time investment is so, and right now, YouTube might get different where, you know, YouTube starts promoting, it takes off. It might, I don't know. But I know with my podcast, the return on my time, it is so great because I, and so for Master Passive Income, I'm usually like, oh man, and this is what just happened like last Tuesday when I had to release an episode Tuesday night or like at 11.59 on Tuesday night, (laughs) I have to release an episode. At like 10 p.m., I'm like, oh, shoot, I forgot to do a podcast. Things were going on. We were busy. My daughter's birthday and all that sort of stuff. I'm like, oh, shoot, I forgot to do a podcast. I recorded it, edited it, and, which is because I've done it for so long. I literally don't have to edit very much. I know how to edit myself very fast. It took me 20 minutes to edit, produce, upload. And in like an hour, I was done with my podcast. And this is how I do all of them. It's just like an hour and then I'm done. But I make so much money because people realize that, hey, Dustin's a good guy. I like the way he says it. Let me go ahead and work with him. So absolutely, I love how easy it is to actually do a podcast. Yeah, 100%. And by the way, we're going to talk about benefits. I named the people. So I talked with Neil Patel the very first month I started a podcast. Who does that? Like, I'm not going to get a guest post on Neil Patel's site. He's not going to like come and hang out with me for like a YouTube live when I had like zero audience, but a podcast, he was like, yeah, come on. It takes an hour of my time and I'm done. So I get to connect with people like that. I get to connect with people like Matt Mullenweg, a billionaire founder of Word, literally created WordPress, which powers like 30 some odd percent of the entire internet. I don't know. I got to have him on the podcast. So I get to chat with Matt Mullenweg. I'm going to have Derek Sivers on at some point in the near future. We haven't set a date yet, but that like one of my idols, one of my heroes, the people you could build relationships with and connect with for a podcast is like mind boggling to me over the years. By the way, I just did the math on my computer right here. Dustin owns 0.003% of all podcasts. <laughs> my God. 0.003%, my friend. Congratulations. Congratulations. Okay. So Pete, I know that I am absolutely sold on it for everybody listening. The reason why I started Successfully Unemployed is because I wanted to help more people. And I know that people listen to podcasts so much better. Like if you look at my YouTube channel, which everybody watching this or listening to this right now on on a podcast, everything is literally recorded and put on YouTube. I have, I want to say 19 subscribers for all of my episodes for the YouTube channel. But for podcasts, I get hundreds and hundreds of downloads for the podcast. And so it's just a better medium. Now we've got so much, unless there's anything else to add, I want to jump into what should we, and like the steps to actually starting a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Anything else? Okay, Where do you so, want to start? I'm going to let you choose. I got a lot that I could go through here. So my first thought is everybody's going to say, well, what should I podcast it up? And that imagine this is somebody working a nine to five, just over broke job. They're like, I know I want to start a podcast. I like listening to them. I know kind of what like my style would be, or like maybe they even need to find their style, but where should they go with figuring out what type of content they should put out? Great question. And we're actually going to backtrack a little bit. You always do this to me. You always do this to me. (laughs) I know. Well, the reason I I cringed when I said that, nobody could see me, but this, this might not help me sell any more, you know, pod course students, (laughs) but one should not start a podcast specifically to make money from the podcast. What I mean by that is all the monetization methods that we spoke about weren't, I mean, I've had some podcast sponsorships and once your, once your podcast gets to a certain size, by the way, it's like a whole heck of a lot easier and can make you a lot more money. But in the first like six months, year, two, three years, like you're not going to be able to quit full-time jobs probably just from the podcast revenue. Now, that being said, I make my money elsewhere. I have the membership site. I have my courses. You have your membership. You have your courses. Like there are a ton of different ways you can make money and a podcast is marketing for those things. So that comes back to your question on what do I talk about? Like I've kind of been feeling this, like, what do I do? I just want to let people know uh, one of two things. If you're just dying to quit your job, you got to find that business first. What are you going to sell? Physical product, digital product. Well, you know, Freelance space, service space. I am a copywriter. I am a freelance writer. I'm a whatever. You have to find the offer, the way to make money first. I'm sorry, but that's it. Um, and by the way, if you have that already, which is kind of what I who I'd like to talk to, even if you're not making a ton of money, that's fine. As long as you 
know the general topic, know the general industry, know the general direction that you want to head in, podcast time. Let's go. Uh, but if you don't have that, you might consider that first. And you can still start a podcast in the meantime, but you just got to be fully aware it's not going to allow you to quit your job until you have the business, the offer, the idea to pursue and try and fail at and get better at. So that was like some high-minded entrepreneur stuff on your podcast here, Dustin. But uh, I would say for those people that either realize it's not going to be a moneymaker without a business or who already have the direction of the business, I would say anything that could be helpful to potential customers. Like that's your that's your audience. That's who your people are. Some people call it an avatar. Some people call it a target audience. Some people just want to talk about certain topics. Like I'm into real estate and I want to do that. I'm into personal finance. So I want to do that. That's fine too. But you kind of need to think a little bit more specific. Who are my people? Who's my target audience? And by the way, I say this as a good thing. Some people get a little stressed out when I say that. I say, if you have a topic you're interested in, parenting, real estate, personal finance, whatever, totally great. Don't get me wrong. It can actually be very liberating to realize that the people who are into personal finance, they also are interested in travel hacking or, I don't know, career advice, quitting jobs, so to speak. The people who listen to your podcast are into side hustles and entrepreneurships and maybe startups or maybe podcasting or blogging or maybe real estate. Like that is your target avatar. They're interested in a lot of things. So to sum this up in one sentence here, know your topic and or know your avatar and then just start. You can always change later on. You can always get two or three, four different podcasts like Dustin. You can move on, but just start with that. What are you interested in? What topics do you want to learn more about? What topics do you want to teach people about? And with your target audience in mind or your target customers in mind, if you want to put it that way, your target customers in mind. Is that your question? Yeah, it sure does. And the reason why it, it absolutely does, and it's very beneficial because somebody hearing this might be thinking, okay, this is common sense. Well, it's not necessarily common sense. I'll tell you the reason why. When I was starting the Master Passive Income podcast, I already had Master Passive Income, was talking about rental properties, blogging about rental properties, already had a bunch of stuff going on for rental properties. But when I was starting my podcast, I thought, you know what I should do? I should just interview people about passive income because I have passive income in my, main, my name and this will eventually get people to me. But then I realized that that wasn't the right way to go. I talked to a lot of people. They were trying to help me to, um, I guess, nail down what direction I should go with my podcast. And so what I nailed down was instead of interviewing people, I need to be the content creator where I am literally giving my content out for free. So they buy into me. And I'm really, really glad that I did that because now I have two shows because I, I definitely wanted to interview people. Now I have successful employee where I get to interview great people like you just for, for fun because I want to help people and I love learning. But having master passive income, if I would have went down the route of uh, interviewing people just about passive income in general, I did not have my customer in mind. My customer, now that I've done it so long now, it is now I, I, I stumbled into having my customer in mind being my content being prominent. So way with Master Passive Income, 90% my content and 10% interviewing other people. And because of that, people have grabbed on to me. Now, I want to ask you one thing. There, when you were talking about your customer, I learned from somebody who has a podcast how he does not have an online business. He has a actual brick and mortar type business, but he uses a podcast to get customers. Let me explain how he does it. This was brilliant. Yeah. I absolutely love this. So his business, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was like servicing other businesses. So what he did was he lives in San Diego. He said, I'm going to start a podcast for everything about San Diego, and I'm going to interview businesses, get in the door, talk to them, interview them, put them out. This is promotion for and marketing for them. And while I'm talking to them, it gets me in the door to say, hey, I have the service I can help you. What are your thoughts? And they're like, after they just got done with the interview, they feel all pumped up about their business. Like, yeah, you've given me so much. You know, like, yeah, let's talk about it. He gets so many customers, brick and mortar type yeah. customers, like physical customers, interviewing them. And the customer, or sorry, the person that he's interviewing, that's his customer. So that is another thought process. So there's so many great things that we can do with podcasts. Yeah. Now, let's that's a double you whammy probably have too. a lot to add. You probably have a lot to add. So I, before I ask the next question, what do you have to add there? 
No, I didn't have anything to add. I was just gonna say that's also a double whammy. Like that's also providing value to other people too. In addition to the fact that he's literally interviewing his potential customers, whatnot. By the way, our mutual friend Josh Elledge does the same thing. <laughs> he has a podcast. He, does. And he just like <laughs> he finds a bunch of potential clients and then he reached out and gets them on the podcast. And that's like his foot in the door to like, hey, you know, we also do this. Like, tell me about your business. Tell me how I can help you and all that other stuff. That's smart. He does. There's very a million very ways smart. you can do it. Okay, so we we know we need to start a podcast. We know that we need to think about our avatar or that number, like that one person, that one person, because we know there's a lot of people out there. That's why we call it an avatar. It's like one general lookalike person that we should go after. Once we say, okay, we're going to tailor our podcast for our customer, the person we're going to go after, what is the next step? Should we start go out and buy things and start doing that? Spending thousands of dollars yes. on equipment or pod course. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, no, absolutely not. And this is okay. No joke. This is going to sell pod course, but not in a very direct way. This is the reason I created this course is because I kept going through other people's paid and free content on podcasting on the, the, the beginner gear that you should use and how to use this editing software. And you know, the best, the best software for remote interviews or yada, yada, yada. The point is I kept looking at those resources and being like, wait, no, 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 don't do that. We have this other tool now that just came out. That's absolutely free and everybody should use. Oh no, no, no. Don't teach that. There's a better way to do that now. Oh, don't teach that. There's an easier way to do that now. There's a faster way to do that now. And I can't find it anywhere. So I created a course. So the answer to your question, is a lot of things. There's a lot that goes into starting a podcast, which is why people should buy a pod course. But the very first thing is just to understand right now what you need and what you don't need. That's step one. Because people get bogged down on the gear because it's, it's podcasting and it's technical and microphones and audio or whatever. Here's what you need. And here's what you don't need. You need a way to capture audio, like a microphone or something like that. I'm not going to say any old microphone will do, but a super cheap, affordable microphone will do. If you want to spend $100, you should go with the ATR2100X. I'm sure Dustin will leave all sorts of great links in the show notes for this stuff. Or the Rode PodMic. Or if you- When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I want to spend like $18, just get like a headset mic, a USB headset mic or a lavalier mic off Amazon, like less than 20 bucks. It's going to sound absolutely fine. And then be done with it. I'm sorry. No, I'm not going to talk more about microphones. That's it. Grab one and then go. You want to talk about podcast hosting? You'll need to upload, literally like upload your audio files and then have some service that pushes it out to Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Google Podcasts through an RSS feed. You don't know what an RSS feed is? Great. Who cares? I don't really know what one either. All I know is that you sign up for <laughs> podcast hosting, you hit one button, 
in redcircle.com as my podcast host that I recommend. Why? It's a new startup. It's 1000% free as in beer. That like there's there's no catch. It's free as in beer. Podcast hosting. Unlimited podcast hosting. Podbean's another great one by the way. Uh yeah, you sign up for that one click. Okay, now you're on Spotify. It does it zero clicks. You're on Google Podcasts. You need to do nothing there. You get on Apple Podcasts like in a two-minute YouTube video or come in pod course. I'll show you how to do it. The boom, you're done. So you need a cheap mic. You need a way to capture audio, as in uh, uh not the device to capture audio, but like a recorder or Audacity, Windows, Mac, doesn't matter. If you're on Mac, you could use GarageBand too. It's fine. It's great. People like to discount things because they're free. Oh, you know what? I'd rather pay for this expensive editing software. Or you know what? I'd rather do that. That's fine. There might be more features there, but just because something's free doesn't actually mean it's bad. There's no correlation there whatsoever. Audacity, 1000% free for Mac and Windows. People should use that. And there you go. You plug your mic in. You now have the tools to record. You're done. Oh, and you have hosting. Red Circle. You're done. That's module one of PodCourse. And oh, I just gave everything away for free here on your podcast. So remember that we're going to go to the next step. But um, if everybody watching this on YouTube, I walked away for two seconds. I grabbed my very first mic. It's the AT2020 USB. It's it got a USB plug that you can plug in. Oh, I got one of those. That was one of my first mics too. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. This is my first mic when we were doing the Walking Dead podcast. This is the one I bought because I didn't want to spend a lot of money. I didn't know what I, what to get. I just said, yeah, this is good enough. It actually is a very good mic. It sounds good. It sounds great. I upgraded right now recently to the uh, Rode Ooh. Podcaster. Yeah, I upgraded Thanks, that. Oh, there you go. Over here. It was like 200 bucks. So this one is like less than $100, <laughs> which is yeah. fantastic. I got this new microphone because I stand up and it points towards me, which is a different angle. This one point kind of points away. So long story short, this was literally, you could probably buy it for like 75 bucks now, more, more than likely. Yeah. But everything else oh, yeah. is free. I use Audacity. Even after the years of doing podcasting, I still edit with Audacity. It works phenomenally. And yeah. then I have for successful unemployed, I'm literally using Red Circle, just like you said. And think about how much money that's going to come out of your pocket. Zero dollars other than the microphone. And then you have the microphone. And so no monthly. Oh, it's so awesome. Okay. that I wanted to say yeah. that that you don't have to yeah. have a fantastic mic. This one was only like, you know, less than 100 bucks. This is a good mic. The one that uh, Pete said is also another great mic. You're going to sound just fine using Audacity as well. Red Circle. Okay. Step two. What's the next thing after that? Aha. I'm glad you asked. So. The step that most people don't do when they first set out, you said it yourself, like you kind of started with the the interviewing, uh, like format, show format, right? And then you kind of switched it around to be like 90% your content. And you kind of figured that out. I also started with a, a slightly different format and I just kind of jumped into it. I didn't really know what I was doing. I just kind of started, which was fine too. And a lot of people do that. But then I, I worked things out over like the first year. Step number two is nailing down your show, just your show, your show format. A lot of people have the topic, personal finance, real estate, parenting, whatever it is. That's not actually a podcast. That's not a show. Is it interview? Is it solo? Is it long? Is it short? Can your audience, is your audience moms? Can they actually listen to a three and a half hour podcast? Or do they need like 15 minute podcast, 30 minute podcast for that matter? Understanding your avatar and then nailing down the show. What is your format? What's your hook? What's the angle? If you stepped in an elevator with Brad, no, not Brad Pitt. Let's go use Brad Pitt as an example. If you stepped in an elevator with Dustin and Dustin was like, oh, cool. You're starting a podcast. What's it about? You should be able to rattle it off and have Dustin pretty well understand what it is. If you just said, oh, it's a personal finance podcast. He'd be like, oh, okay. I don't care. Cool. Yeah, it doesn't matter to yeah. me. But if you're like, it's a personal finance podcast where I literally interview Home, former homeless people who have transformed into working full-time jobs. They'd be like, oh, I get it now. I understand. Uh, that, that was a crazy example. <laughs> Sorry in advance for that. But the point <laughs> is like, figure out the show format. And that doesn't take too long, but that's step number two. Any question on that before I go into step no, number three? No, well, you absolutely were right on in figuring that format. I, You're probably going to talk about this. I don't know if this is in the format, but also how you do it. And the more often you do a podcast or the longer you do a podcast, you're, yeah. you will see how eventually it's going to come out where at first it kind of feels like it's, 
not necessarily rehearsed, but it's not necessarily you. You're you're trying to do your best. But over time, like now, my podcast, I literally am talking like I normally would. When I first, I was talking like this and I was <laughs> teaching like it was it was horrible. I go back and listen yeah. to those. I'm like, oh my goodness, that's not me. And then now, you know, I you, you could probably tell, everybody could probably tell. I'm I'm a little more of a hyper or like I have a lot of energy, just how I normally am. I'm more more of a fun, I like to be fun. And so now my podcasts are drastically different if you listen to number one as opposed to number 114 that i just released totally different so is that is that in the (laughs) format is that what you're talking about that uh yes i actually have uh an an entire like series on this like i call it finding your voice only because people kind of understand what that means but i really go through that exactly literally what to say and how to say it but you might be surprised. For example, I have a glass of water, but actually I just finished it. I have a glass of water. Every podcaster should have a glass of water near them. Why? Because it makes your voice sound better. Dustin's over here like grabbing his water now. It makes your voice sound better. <laughs> when your voice is dry, there's lip smacking and mouth clicking and your voice is actually a muscle, like your vocal cord. There's a reason singers warm up. Good podcasters warm their voice up too. It actually sounds better. When people are like, oh, I don't have a voice for podcasting. I'm like, yeah, you do. You just haven't found it yet. You just don't have the experience to actually talk on a microphone and sound somewhat distant. And then we go through what to say. For example, off air, before we started talking, Dustin laid out a short format. He's like, Pete, we're going to start with how you're making money. I hope you don't mind me saying this, by the way. Not at all. He's like, <laughs> okay. Uh, Dustin told me, he's like, Pete, we're going to start out with what you're doing right now to be successfully unemployed, to make money. And then we're going to go into your backstory a little bit. And you even said like, well, we'll keep it kind of short because you've already been on the podcast before. People can go see that other thing. And then we're going to start talking about like the podcasting. And you even gave me some like topics slash questions in advance. You, (laughs) you didn't make this up like 20 minutes ago. You figured this out over time, starting your podcast, you know, the show format. Another example would be my own podcast. The first time I ever sat down in front of a podcast, by the way, I literally thought I had everything under control until I actually hit the record button. And then it literally, I'm going to do a reenactment right here. It literally sounded like this. <gasps> um, oh, wait, wait, wait. Ah, oh, crap. And I had no idea what to say. <laughs> no idea where to start, what to start talking about. Like just absolutely nothing. And now I have learned, and this is what people, people can learn this before they start, by the way. I just happen to learn by trial and error over here. I know now, okay, I start with a greeting on every single podcast episode. What's up, dude? The blog tribe, Pete McPherson here. And then I say something funny. Sometimes it's a joke. Sometimes it's something stupid just to make people laugh and keep them engaged. I always do that. And then I say my guest name for the interview show or whatever. And then I usually say a few takeaways from the episode. And then I do a little bit of housekeeping where I, I even say housekeeping sometimes. I'm like, but before the guest, I want to point you to the show notes at doyoublog.com forward slash blah, blah, blah. And at the end of the episode, I'll present you with just a few of my takeaways, blah, 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 blah. And then maybe I'll have a call to action, yada, 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 yada. The point is I figured out what to say over trial and error, by the way. And now when I sit down, it's like, oh, wow, pizza pro podcaster. You can just like go. Well, no, everybody could do this too. You just got to learn how. That's all. On top of that, we've done it so many times. It literally rattles off the top of my head. So when I do, when I start with Master Passive Income, I literally say, hey, everybody, welcome to the Master Passive Income Show. My name is Dustin Heiner, and I help people to quit their J-O-B, that just over broke job, by investing in real estate rental mm. property so they never, ever have to work a job again. I've said that hundreds and hundreds of times, so it's in my brain. I don't even have to think. It just comes right out. I love that. That's like the biggest myth about podcasting. Oh, I don't have a voice for it. Oh, you know, I don't, I wouldn't even know what to talk about. I had a friend of mine, uh, also a student of mine, Ryan Inman on my own podcast a couple of weeks ago, his podcast, uh, it's a couple of years old. The first couple of years were kind of like crickets. Like it didn't grow very fast. And within the past year, he's well over like half a million downloads and like, like growing exponentially right now. When he first told his wife, he wanted to start a podcast. She was like, she literally said this why would people listen to you? Oh, (laughs) I mean, she was teasing him. She was poking fun, but she was actually asking like, really? Like, what are you going to talk about? What do you have to say? And yeah, it's like, well, when you first started math, did you just immediately figure out calculus, like advanced trigonometry? Could you just like 
legit hop on a bike and ride it the very first time without your like parents like holding you no it's stupid it's a skill you'll learn it and you get better at it and podcasting is the same way no joke it absolutely is one quick tip that i'll give everybody so there are podcasts where their personalities the person's personality the host personality is much more lower like not as hyper as me or as like energetic um but i personally i like to be listening to I might be the only one ever, but I like being, I don't like being brought down like green. So I'm going to sum it up and say what I like to do whenever I start any podcast is I literally make myself smile. Like I make myself smile when I'm saying my first words, because the way that I'm saying it sounds different. And then it sets the tone for the rest of the conversation or the rest of the podcast. And so think of like, we're getting really like in the details, but that is something that I make sure I know what I'm going to say, but then I also make myself just literally yeah. smile because it's going to kind of come across so different. I listen to podcasts and I personally turn off podcasts where I'm hearing the host just talking like this. I'm like, it's just, it's not for me. Now it's maybe pers- it's great for other people. I just personally love to smile, make myself, even if I'm not on camera, I just do it because I know it makes my voice sound better. You want two more quick tips just because they're kind of fun. Yes, we are going in in the weeds a little bit here, but this is this is fun for me. Hopefully, Dustin's not like, uh, Pete, I gotta go. We gotta wrap this up. Um, and again, it sounds like I'm promoting podcasts a lot, but I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I am because I think it's valuable. No, so I have two lessons, and I'm gonna just tell you what the lessons are. One lesson. This is in the Finding Your Voice module. It's called Remember the Ringmaster. Here's what it is. The guy named Derek Sivers I actually mentioned his name earlier. He was a ringmaster, like legit, and a traveling circus uh, during his college years. Awesome. The master, the one person leading the entire like circus, a traveling circus. And his like second month on the job, he went to his boss who like owned the entire circus. And it's like, I, I, it just feels weird. Like I haven't felt like I really grasp it. And his boss was a lady and she was, she was like, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I've kind of seen that too. And they, they kind of talked about it. And after five, 10 minutes, the the circus owner was talking to Derek and she's like, wait, 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 stop, 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 stop. She realized that Derek, the ringmaster, thought he was being judged. He felt a little awkward in front of, this is like the public speaking thing, the podcasting thing. He felt a little awkward that people were listening to him and, and watching him, and especially as a ringmaster, when you need to be like a little flamboyant and like a, a circus performer, right? He was like a little awkward. He was like feeling judged and the owner said to Derek, the ringmaster, she said, Derek, people aren't here to see you. They're not here to listen to you. I mean, they're listening to Pete talk right now on Dustin's podcast. They're, they're here for that, but they're not, they're here for themselves and good. You should be, you're here to like become successfully unemployed. You're here to quit your jobs or whatever. And so when Derek, the ringmaster heard this advice, instant transformation. Oh, Yes, I could be that performer because no one's here to see me. They're here for a show. That was a big takeaway. I'm going to say it again. Derek, the ringmaster, he felt judged. He felt like people were watching him. It felt a little awkward, like stepping into this performer role into a podcaster role would be the same thing until he realized people are here for a show. In the circus, they're here to be entertained. People are listening to this podcast to help them change their life start a business, make more money, and eventually quit their job. That's what you're here for. And so Dustin and I, you're you're not here to judge us. You're here to get that value. And so that frees us up to be a little bit more energetic, to be a performer, to let our personalities out a little bit. People just need to realize that. Your audience is listening to your podcast because they're there to listen to a podcast. They're not just sitting there judging you. No one cares. (laughs) Or people care, but they don't care about you that much. They care about themselves. Uh, that's one tip. The other tip, we're going to weeds here, Dustin. I hope your audience. <laughs> one of my favorite podcasters is a guy named uh, Dan Carlin, the Hardcore History Podcast. I don't know if you know it or not. No, I don't. Oh, the best, the best podcast ever. He only releases one episode every six months. Oh, you want to talk about podcasting? One of the top podcasts in iTunes, by the way. It's it's, it's insane. What was Anyways, it called? I'm gonna have to look it up. Hardcore History. I care nothing about history, by the way. And this podcast is incredible. I've, I heard about it on the Tim Ferriss podcast. Anyways, so he's doing a series right now on World War II from the Japanese 
perspective. It's something caught my ear when I was listening to this that Dan said. He likes to say that Japanese people, and again, this is him saying it, not me. He likes to say that Japanese people from the 40s were just like everybody else, only more so. Does that make any sense? The, no, the Japanese doesn't. people were just like everybody else in the world, only more so. Meaning, if everybody else in the world has, again, this is hardcore history, if they have like pretty hardcore militaries and stuff like that, the Japanese people were just a little bit more so. Like, they were pretty hardcore. They were pretty into it. And when people do, like, uh, text stuff or movies, the Japanese people do movies too. It's just a little bit more so. Like, they're just a little bit more into it. They're just a little bit more hardcore. <laughs> it's just like a super long metaphor. I have no idea if anybody's understanding me. The point <laughs> is, whenever I sit down to record a podcast, I do a little bit of what Dustin said. Uh, plus, I have to remind myself, Pete, be yourself, only just a little bit more so. Just, you know, let your personality come out a little bit more so. If you're a quiet person, play into that. That's fine. There are quiet podcasters out there, by the way. They may not be an energetic enough for Dustin's taste, but a lot of people listen to that. The Moth is one of the best podcasts out there. It's a story-driven podcast, and it's it's pretty chill. In fact, there's, there's almost no energy. It's very story-driven. Um, the point is, be yourself, only a little bit more so. Just play it up a little bit. Let whatever personality you have shine through because you're Derek, the ringmaster. <laughs> That's great. And, and what's interesting is you're going to get people that are going to give you a one star and you're going to see those. And you, my big thing is I don't, I read the comments, but I don't take them at all seriously because of course there's a comment and I, I could try to learn from it. But then again, it's my podcast. I'm going to do what I want. And the people that are giving me five stars, I made my podcast for them. The people are giving me one stars. It's like, it wasn't made for you. So I'm, I'm yeah. glad you moved on. Like, I'm not wasting your time anymore. And so I don't take, it's a bummer getting one stars. But if you think about it, that's one person that is going to self-weed, get themselves out. I'm not going to waste their time. But the people that are there, I'm like, yes, I made this for oh, you. Yeah. And they love it. Totally, man. Okay, so totally. we found our voice. What is the next step after finding our voice? Uh, well, Create the podcast. That's it. Start. Start today. We already talked about the fact that it's a skill and it's something you can actively learn and get better at. I don't know why people seem to like lose that. They, they don't feel that way about a bunch of other skills, but for whatever reason, when it comes to uh, like performing, a bunch of people do this with music too. Like, oh, I could never play the guitar like that. Yeah, you can. You just got to practice 30 hours a, a day. Um, <laughs> nothing to do for <laughs> podcasting. But the next step is just to start. Like you have your show format, you have your idea, you have the hook, you know what you're roughly going to be talking about. Come up with some ideas for some episodes, specific topics, or start doing some guest outreach to book people on your show. Uh, and then just start, just start. We can talk about editing and post-production if you really want to, but. No, there's, there, yeah, there's so much to go into as far as editing post-production and but one thing i want to because we're wrapping up on time and I, I so much more to talk about there's so much great things in there i want to talk briefly uh, give me the one best way that you know of to promote or to get more people to listen to your podcast the one best way like if i had to only choose one that's a tough one because there's a lot in there honest to goodness i think getting on other people's podcast it's easier in some niches than other and some industries than other, for sure. Don't get me wrong. And no one likes sending outreach emails, by the way. I don't care who you are. Like, nobody likes sending that email of like, hey, can you do something for me? But as long as you kind of come at it from an angle of here is something for you. By the way, even if it's just content, like an hour of content, that <laughs> that's worth it to me as a podcaster. Like, when people send even a halfway decent outreach email, it's just like, I have a cool story. I'm like, okay, cool. Done. There's content for me. That's great. I love that. I can make it work. That's fine. I'm happy with that. Um, but when you think about it, when you be a guest on other people's podcast, you're reaching other podcast listeners. Like if I were to do a guest post on somebody else's blog, I'd be reaching people that are in my target audience, but they may or may not be podcast listeners. They're blog article readers. Same thing for YouTube. If I were to come on your YouTube channel, I'd be like, okay, well, I'm reaching maybe some people who are interested in my topic, but they're not necessarily podcast listeners. When I go to other people's podcast listeners, I am right now talking to other 
podcast listeners. And it's actually pretty easy for me to be like, hey, I have a podcast too. There you go. And again, it's weird in our niche because we're kind of into digital marketing and like entrepreneurship, which is still fine. It's still not impossible. But for a lot of other niches, it's actually even more rare. And people are even more happy when they find cool people to talk to for their own podcast. So if I had to just choose one strategy, that's exactly what I would do. I'm glad you said that because that's the only strategy that I would pick. If I were to find any out of okay. all of them, it would, yeah, it would literally be on other podcasts. If I can get on other people's podcasts, that just ramps up how I'm, I'm like, I'm looking at the video. So if you're watching this on YouTube, I'm doing hopefully my hand in the right direction for you, but you yeah. want your, your, you know, trajectory of your podcast to keep going up. The, whenever I'm on, whenever I'm on somebody else's podcast, I usually get a, a bump, not a spike, but a bump in people coming hmm. to my podcast. And if you're on a very big podcast that already has a lot of listeners, you'll get a spike. In fact, I remember one that I was specifically on. I was like maybe getting 500 downloads every time I released the episode. And then I was on somebody else's podcast. It jumped to like 1500 that one day. I was like, oh, wow, that's a lot of new people listening to it because they have a lot of podcast um, listeners. And so I would literally only do other people's podcasts if I had to do one. So I love that. Now, hmm. there's so much more to get into. And I want to say I love the name of the course, Pod Course. I love that. We'll get into that in just a minute. But I do want to go through the rapid fire round. Hopefully you have some more books and things we could talk mm -hmm. about. But the biggest thing that I always love to ask is other than getting started. So with rapid fire round for success when we play, we start with advice for somebody getting started. They already got started. They want to do this. They bought into pod course. What is one thing that one bit of advice that we haven't already talked about that we could take away from this? I'm going to, you know, this is like very unsatisfying for a lot of people, but this is the advice I wish somebody had given me when I first started. And by the way, this is the advice I wish people would give me once a week now uh, as a reminder, as somebody who's also pretty driven, maybe you understand this. I would say to those people, just make sure your expectations are in line with some sort of reality. I'm not trying to step on people's dreams. What I'm trying to step on is making bad decisions because of mismanaged expectations making bad decisions based on mismanaged expectations. A lot of people start blogs and they're like, cool, I'm gonna be the next Pat Flynn, making $150,000 a year, boy, blogging, awesome, make money blogging. A bunch of people start podcasting the same way. Not as many probably, hopefully, Ugh. hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. But I just be, people need to like understand that it takes work and it takes failing at some things. And that doesn't mean you should necessarily quit right away. It means that's the game we're playing as entrepreneurs taking risk, trying things that might not work, failing, learning things along the way, and then doing it again and doing it again and doing it again. And it's hard. And sometimes it's challenging and frustrating. But as long as people have that expectation in mind, I think their life is going to be 20 times easier. So I agree. I and especially when you're starting a podcast, you'll maybe get one person download or two or three for like maybe a couple <laughs> months. But eventually over time, it will start taking off. Now, there's so many other things we could talk about, like how often we should post. Should we do once a day, once a month, once a week, once every six months? There's, there, and there's so many, like there's so many things in my brain of what we need to talk about in order to do this right. And so, I want to now jump into PodCourse itself and tell us about PodCourse because now I do want to talk to you about your uh, the book that like your number one book that you, we should read. But before we get into that, what is PodCourse and how is that the the, the source that we should go to, to learn how to do a podcast. <laughs> so my tagline, I spent a long time trying to come up with like a really snazzy tagline for PodCourse, by the way. And the one I ended up sticking with for now, at least was actually the very first thing I wrote down. Like I wrote down like 75 taglines. I'm like, Oh, I got to create something snazzy. That's going to instantly hook people and make people want to buy the product or whatever. And what I came up with was the very first thing I wrote down. PodCourse is a course no duh, that uncomplicates podcasting. That's it. I mean, legitimately, that's it. It sounds stupid, but when you think about the barriers, people are kind of like, oh, I love what Dustin and Pete have been talking about. I could totally do that. Like, that would be cool. I would love to try this out. Even if I don't stick, I'd just love to try this out. And then they get into it. And what do they do, Dustin? Oh, podcast hosting. Oh, editing. Oh, compression. Oh, limiters. Oh, podcasting love standard. Oh, how do I get on this distribution channel on Spotify and podcast, uh, Google Podcasts and Oh my God, what do I do this? And do I need this? And do it? It is overwhelming. 
and rightfully so. Up until this year, I would argue, it's been kind of complicated. I swear to God, I'm not making this up. My system of podcasting, you already know most of it, probably yourself, being able to like produce that episode in like 20 minutes the other night or like an hour the other night. I swear, I can make it easy for people. That's all there is to it. I can uncomplicate the entire process. And I think I'm going to blow people's minds would be like, wait, that's it? Like everybody who's in online impact, by the way, who's taken some of PodCourse, they're like my, my beta members. They're like, but yeah, w- what else though? Like there's got to be more <laughs> to it. I'm like, no, 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 you don't understand. Like that's it. Like it's called Fix My Levels. It's called Auphonic.com, which is free to, for two hours a month. You upload your raw audio. It spits it back at you, edited or not edited, but like mixed and it adds compression and all this fancy crap that I really do not care about. I can get people to a published, good sounding podcast that will help grow their business. They would not believe how simple it can be. And that's what PodCourse does. It uncomplicates podcasting. The entire, I love it. there's nothing in there. Everything you have a question about that Dustin and I didn't cover, I swear it's in there. That's fantastic. Now, okay, so PodCourse, I love that idea. I try to, as best I can with real estate investing, I try to dumb it down as best I can because I'm not that smart. I only am expressing it how I do it. And so usually people are like, man, that's, you know, a stupid person could do I'm like, yes, I know. I I, I did it. So you can actually <laughs> exactly. do it too. <laughs> so, yes. and I, I love the way the pod course is set up. And so that's why I want definitely wanted to have you on again is because if anybody wants to do this, this is a great route. Okay. One of the last questions I want to ask you is what's your one book that we should read nonfiction that we should read and implement into our lives. Can I just talk about one on podcasting? Cause there's really only one. Oh yeah. man. I can't actually remember the author. I might look it up on Amazon right now, but the title of the book is so you want to be a podcaster. By the way, I have nothing to gain from this. If anything, this might even be like a competitive, but not really. <laughs> it would be. It's, that's stupid. Uh, it would be. Uh, it is the only book. I listened to it on Audible, by the way, on podcasting that I stand behind. I've listened to several just like kind of out of research over the years. Eh, they're kind of mad. This one came out last year in 2019, and it's actually really good. It's totally great. It's not going to show you like stuff because it's a book and even like an audio thing, but it's still really good for just giving you an overview of the process and so forth. So you want to be a podcaster. Again, I can't remember the author's name, but she's fantastic. We'll, so we'll put those in the show notes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Now, Pete, you've given us so much information. We definitely want them to check out. And hopefully I would think if they're going to start a podcast, go through PodCourse. But how can they find PodCourse? How can they find you and get a hold of you? PodCourse.com. That's pretty much it. Uh, do you even blog.com uh, if you want to. Everything else is like linked there on the homepage. Or if people want to email me, I you know I, I open every email. I respond to every email. Pete at do you even blog.com. Yeah, I'm here if you need anything. Awesome. Podcourse.com. It's probably sound or a spell just like it sounds, right? Podcourse.com. Yep. Yep. I love it. I think That's right. It's such a simple name. Good. Good, Pete. Well, man, you give us so much great wisdom and insight. I hope there are so many more podcasts that are going to be started because of Podcourse. So, Pete McPherson, thank you so much for being on the Successfully Unemployed Show a second time. Wait, wait. Watch this. Watch how podcasting works in different ways. Dustin, when are you going to come on my own podcast? <laughs> you name the I'm time serious. i'll be there buddy yes absolutely and that's it brings so honestly, many different benefits yeah it sure does like if you want to be on somebody else's podcast ask them do you want to be on my podcast and then in your talking it might come up and say hey you know hey i can talk about this on your show yes absolutely i love it so anytime i'll be there good man thanks Oh, and right, thank Pete. you for having me on. You were like doing your sign off. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> Pete, this is what you do. Every single time, I, I this is the second time I've interviewed you. It's like I asked something and you're like, well, I have something else to talk about. Then I'll get to it. <laughs> I love it. It, helps. It, it throws a good dynamic in it because usually it's just like, you know, step by step. So this is great. I really love having you on. Thanks a lot, Pete. I appreciate you being here. Today's episode has been brought to you by the Real Estate Wealth Builders Membership. That's the membership that I founded teaching people how to quit their J-O-B by investing in real estate rental properties. Now, Real Estate Wealth Builders is your place to learn how to invest in real estate with five different masterclass courses 
group coaching with me and a private student community where we all work together, all the tools and the discounts, all the resources and everything that you need to quit your J-O-B by investing in real estate. Now, I do want to show you how to do this completely for free. If you want to learn about investing in real estate for free, I want to get you my free real estate investing course. Text the word rental to 33777. That's R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777. So you can see how you can quit your job, that J-O-B, by investing in real estate. I'll show you how to find properties, how to use other people's money to buy properties, and how to scale the business to be successfully unemployed just like I did. Now, did you also know that there are video versions of each and every single episode on the Successfully Unemployed show? Well, I did record every single one of these for you. I recorded them for you so you will be able to learn from the experts themselves, see what they're doing, see everything that they are talking about on this show visually and all their examples, all their slides, all their pictures that they even draw. Everything is on there. Go to successfullyunemployed.co forward slash YouTube. Or if you just go to YouTube and type in successfully unemployed, more than likely you're going to find me. So successfullyunemployed.co forward slash YouTube. And I would truly appreciate it if you subscribe to Successfully Unemployed on YouTube and wherever you're listening to this podcast, subscribe to this show so that you can always get every bit of new information on how to quit your J-O-B. Also, if you got anything out of the show, Share it with just one person. Share it with just one person so that they can see the light that it is so much better to not work a job, be successful, unemployed, and be your own boss. All right, guys, this is it for today's show. I will see you next week. See ya. See ya.